Welcome to the Spook House, episode 10. 10. Yeah. I'm episode Phil. 10. I'm Jason. And we're here to talk about horror movies. And this month we are talking about movies that our girlfriends pick. Yeah. Well, your fiance, my girlfriend. Yeah. Girlfriends pick. We talk, yeah. Yeah. Last week we did The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Good movie. And we are carrying on with M's picks. That's Jason's fiance. And she has picked The Witch. The Witch. Two solid picks. Very solid She's picks. got a thing for witches, huh? She does have a thing for witches. Uh, it's kind of her chosen... Now, she likes horror movies. Uh-huh. She doesn't like the cheesy horror movies that I tend to, to you know... I got you. Everybody's got their niche. Yeah. And horror movies... And, you know... There's not witch. a lot of good witch movies. There's a couple, as you might kind of think. I've written that down for some things we can mm-hmm. talk about a little bit later. But, yeah, there's really not as many as you would think. Um, so she gets really excited when she sees one that's actually really good. And this one, maybe the newest, you know, the greatest witch movie at this point. I would say so. It kind of has set the the bar for yeah. other witch movies. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. So The Witch is, it was the feel-good movie of the summer <laughs> of 2016. It was actually mine and Ian's first you, day. You leave the theater and you're just skipping out of there and whistling. Oh, it's, yeah. it's that kind of movie. It really is. It really, it's, you know, they... Field of Dreams, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Toy Story. Toy Story 4. <laughs> and The Witch. And The Witch. You know, they really <laughs> they really make you happy and feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was your first date? This was our first date. Huh. Went and saw The Witch. What was your first date? Uh, Did we talk about it on the last episode? Isle of Dogs. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Two very different movies. Yeah, two very different movies. <laughs> yeah. If you've seen the, this movie, you know that it uses very old English oh, yeah. language. You have to watch this movie with subtitles. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. There's certain movies and shows that I I kind of like subtitles. I feel like I absorb the story better. Yeah. Peaky Blinders is definitely a subtitle watch. Is because, Tom Hardy in that? Yes. Yeah. He's in like season three. Okay. Uh, yeah, the the accents are very thick. So well, like, like, very like what Cockney. The? Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So crucial subtitle watching. <laughs> Same with this one. I couldn't imagine... Well, I mean, I guess you could, but I mean, I mean we when the first time I saw it, we enjoyed it. And yeah, the, the lead actor's the voice is so gravelly oh, and yeah. deep that mm-hmm. just for that alone, you would need subtitles. But you know, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into the witch, have you watched anything lately, Jason? Not as much as uh, some other weeks, but yeah, I've watched a little mm-hmm. bit. I watched this movie called Layer Cake. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay, so it's an uh, English movie. Have you ever seen like a <laughs> Lock, Sock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yes, great movie. It's kind of like... It's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. It's got Daniel Craig in it. He's the main character. Okay. Uh, Michael Gambon, who played Dumbledore in the last couple of Harry Potter movies. I mean, the last six. All right. He is a cocaine mover. 
pusher. All right. And he works for higher up, you know, drug lords and fancy folks. Yeah. And it's a very good drug movie that I hadn't seen in a long time. It's a gangster drug movie, which I have a sucker for. All right. And cool. it's based on a book. And it was actually the the movie that got Daniel Craig his James Bond role. Oh, okay. So they, this must have come out. I think it's 2004 when it came yeah, out. Early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. It, it gets, it's a strong recommendation for me, especially if you like gangster or drug movies. Nice. Like if you like Snatch or a lot I of like fucking. Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah. And now Guy Ritchie didn't do this movie, but mm-hmm. he did. Uh, Matthew Vaughn directed this movie who did some of the X Men reboots. And I think he did Kick Ass too. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, also watched Necronomicon on VHS. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is the. It is a H.P. Lovecraft anthology movie. Okay. Has Jeffrey Combs in it. All right. Which, which always happy to see Jeffrey Combs. Sure. He it's anthology, like I said, and it's only on VHS. It's never been released on DVD or Blu-ray because of some must, sort of rice thing. Must be great. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. It's a pretty good. Movie. Really? Yeah. But I saw it. I forgot if it was bloody disgusting or Dread Central did a uh, a top ten list of horror movies that had never been released on DVD. Uh-huh. And I was like, I saw that, and then I saw Alamo Drafthouse had that one. I was like, okay, let's give Necronomicon a shot. And it's pretty good. Like all anthology movies, not everything's great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the the special effects are a lot of fun. If nothing else. You know, I actually saw an anthology movie. You did Southbound. See, I've never seen, seen that, but I've seen it always on like a uh, recommendations for you on like mm-hmm. use and stuff. Uh, so we watched the trailer for it, and we we're like, "Hey, that looks pretty good." Yeah, and it was again like some of the stories were better than others. Each story had a different like writer director. It was like a whole new team. Yeah, Necronomicon had the same thing. Okay, so yeah, some were better than others, but overall, after it ended, it was like okay. <laughs> All right, I give it about a six. How how long was it? Because I know some of these anthologies. I mean, it was like a, it was, you know, ninety minutes or whatever. Oh, okay, I got standard you. length. It's it's you. worth a watch. Yeah, you know, if you have nothing to do. So, so you're telling me I should watch Creep Show again and just not worry about Southbound? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> or Trick or Treat. Oh gosh. Trick oh or treat. hey, anthology month. We could do Trick or Treat, Creep Show. What else? Not Southbound. Necronomicon. Hey, all right. <laughs> oh, no, we have to go out and nobody will be able to watch it. We'll be able to download the movie. The... Wasn't Tales from the Hood anthology? Yeah, it was. I actually watched that not too long ago. It's, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I remember renting that in 1995 when it came out. Really? Yeah. I saw this, you know, where the first Tales from the Hood, it's it's fun and, you know, the, the morals are kind of not ham-fisted. It's kind of subtle uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt Two, or Tales from the Hood Two, was very much not. That Doesn't one. have uh, what's our boy from the thing? Yeah, he's the uh, the the narrator, if you will, or the, the crypt keeper. What's if you his will. name? Um, Keith David. Keith David. Yep. Yeah, he is the. He, he's you the watched Minute Work yet? No, I haven't watched Minute Work. It's on Amazon Prime. Do it. It is. It's okay, great. I'll try, I, like I said, <laughs> I'm trying to get away from watching nothing but horror movies, so I need to. You know. All right. Well, there you go. Minute Work. I'll give it a watch. And I've also, I finished up the newest season of Shit's Creek. Have you watched that? I haven't watched any of it. I've seen oh, some, some clips of it. Shit's Creek is great. Yeah. Eugene well, even, Levy is just so naturally funny. Yeah. He's just one of those guys that like, he doesn't have to try too hard. He's just no. hilarious. God, and his son is in it, Daniel Levy. I didn't know he had a son. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he's like the, it plays his son in the show. Who's the main character on that? Is it like a family kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, Catherine O'Hara. 
So it's great. Yeah, she's great and everything. And it's a little callback to Best in Show. Yeah, which is yeah, they one were of the funniest that. movies ever. Yeah, definitely. I saw that at the Alamo. It was a lot of fun. I hate you a little bit for that. Well, you could have gone. I, I should have gone. <laughs> so, other than that, I haven't watched a whole lot. Yeah, we you know. pretty much, we finished Letter Candy not too long ago. That's what, I still haven't. If you're looking for a, com- a new comedy show to finish, yeah. I 100% get a strong recommendation. All right. 30-minute comedy sitcom? Here, I hear it's good. It's very funny. Well, I guess we won't uh, waste a whole lot of time here. Let's get into some news, Jason. News, news, So, we news. decided this week to kind of do... It's been kind of slow news yep. lately, so we decided to kind of do, like, stuff we missed. Stuff we missed. Over the last few months or so. Yeah. And we're also going to talk about some trailers that are coming out. Exactly. We haven't really... Because a done. lot are coming out. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a really... This horror. is a good time for horror. I was about to say, horror's in a good place right now, even though it I is. haven't liked everything that's come out. The sure. fact that they're pushing so much is kind of cool, where it always seems like it's kind of an underground I thing. I think that like studios are finally realizing, like, oh, people do want original, well-done right. horror movies. Holy shit. And they only cost $10 million to make, and oh we're going to make $100 million off of this? It doesn't have to be a CGI shit show. No. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of good stuff coming up. Exactly. All right, so first up, we got The Craft remake. Okay. Uh, you sur- have you ever watched The Craft? Yes. No, actually, I've never, <laughs> I've never seen The Craft, by the way. You're joking. I'm not joking. I've seen clips, and everybody says the exact same response when I say I've never seen The Craft. Wait. And I know the light of the feather stiff is a board thing, but I've you never actually watched The Craft. How? What the fuck? Exactly. And Em, who's up a huge in the witch 90s. fan. Exactly. And Em's a big witch fan. She's never watched it either. What? I know. Oh, my God. We keep talking about it. We just always forget it. I, that's one of those movies. I feel like I probably oh, it's a ninety staple. I've probably seen that over twenty times. Just really? over, yeah. Just I mean, I remember seeing that as a kid all yeah. the time growing up. I don't remember it really ever being on television that much. Either way, I, mean, I remember you it was like definitely the, need to rewatch it. Yeah. So I guess not, you don't have a whole it. lot to contribute to this new segment. Oh no, I know who's <laughs> I know I know who's writing it and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Who's, Who is writing? Because I ever, don't know. Yes, have you ever seen the movie or the TV show The New Girl? Have you ever watched that? No, I haven't. Okay. I don't like Zoe Deschanel. The show's Does really. She has funny. to sing in everything she's in. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't like Five Hundred Days of Summer? I actually do like that. That's movie. a great movie. They're, yeah. they're actually playing at Alamo. I saw that. Yeah. Not gonna go. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> uh, well, one of the a side, one of the main characters was dating. I forgot what her name was. Zoe Deschanel? Not Zoe Deschanel. No, the the person who was writing and directing, female. She is kind of an indie darling. Okay. Uh, she's pretty funny though when she's on the stuff. She has a mm-hmm. she has a movie about an indie band that came out that was really popular. Forgot exactly what it was called. She so also, she's writing and directing the yeah, craft. Okay, exactly. cool. And she's also written. She also wrote and directed a little indie movie about her being in a band. All right, and it, which is a lot of a lot of got a lot of critical acclaim when it came out. I think it played yeah. at Sundance. So, do you know anything else about the movie? I don't know if they really hired anybody else for. It. I just know she's kind of writing and directing. I don't yeah. know if there's been. Well, I know the craft has a very has a solid fan base. I know a lot of people love this movie, including me. Mm-hmm. And I introduced it to Alyssa for the first time a couple months ago. Really? She really enjoyed it. Nice. You should do the same for him. We'll introduce it to each this other. This will be right up her alley. Yeah, she's big wit- and she's always talking about she wants to see it. We just forget about it. All right, craft remake. Why not? Yeah, I'm curious to see who they cast for it. Probably a bunch of newcomers. Probably I mean, that makes most sense. Really, I bet they're going to cast the girl from uh, Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown. 
No, the the sister. Yeah, the, the sister. Natalia Dyer, I think. I Natalie Dyer, I think that's her name. Yeah, who makes sense? I don't know. She just popped in my head for some reason. Now, this was a weird little tidbit of news. There's not a whole lot to it, but LeBron James has expressed interest in financing a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. So now that's kind of falling apart a little bit because this lawsuit. Yeah, that's going like, on. Even if you want to throw a billion dollars at it, you can't really. Yeah, it's kind of like you got this force field around it where yeah. nothing can really happen. And it's because the writer of the original one is suing Sean as Cunningham about like rights and stuff. And I kind of side with Sean Cunningham. See, but the judge, the last ruling sided with the writer. Which doesn't make sense because Sean Cunningham hired this guy to yeah. write a script exactly. for Sean Cunningham. Yeah. So, and Sean Cunningham financed. So I don't. Yeah. It's I, stupid either way. But yeah, and it's then, like you're holding up this entire amazing series. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there with like Star Wars and The Godfather. <laughs> Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, I like it better. <laughs> oh, God. I'll take Friday the 13th series over Star Wars. Uh, Godfather Part 3 is awful. It's a shame. Anyway, but yeah, LeBron James, he did a whole, he was got on like the whole group just trying to make a reboot for it. Mm-hmm. And he just couldn't, uh, he wants to. He talked about he was he grew up a big fan of watching Friday the 13th movies. That's something. That is something. It's <laughs> a fact. He even released a video of him wearing a Jason mask when he announced he was uh, rebooting the oh, franchise. I'm cringing just thinking about it. Oh it's my on God. Twitter. You can watch it. I uh, will do that later, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the remake of Friday the 13th? I think I saw that in theaters. I did see it in theaters. I saw it when the uh, mirror 99.5 the X back in Greenville. Yep. They did a, a like a Shitty midnight showing. Yeah, they did a midnight showing of it and I was like, let's go with them. I did the same for... I didn't do a midnight showing of Rob Zombie's Halloween, but they were out there like, hey, come on down, guys. We're showing Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> like, all right, I'm excited. I have high hopes for this. Yeah. No way this can be bad. Uh, guess what? Guess what? It, it was, was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Friday the 13th remake, you know, w- when it first came out, it was like, yeah, this is kind of stupid. But yeah. looking back, I kind of like it. I mean, it's everything you want in a Friday the 13th movie. It really is. You and know, the whole intro to the movie is kind of like a... When he killed 15, people in the 15 first 10 minute mini-movie. Yeah. And I think that's really badass. Like, it's pretty cool, yeah. So, I mean, I watched it probably two years ago on, on Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is it a, is it a good movie? No. 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 But is it what you want from a Friday the 13th movie? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know? You're not asking for Shakespeare when you're watching a Friday the 13th Exactly, movie. yeah. So people had their hopes up high for that. I was like... So, hey, King James, you make that Friday the 13th movie. I hope you can get it done. He's got Friday the 13th uh, shoes that Nike made for him. Oh, that's right. You can own them for 250 bucks. bucks. Seeker heads, man. They yeah, can- let me... Just let me pay for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wearing these spares I've currently owned for, I think, three years now. <laughs> Yeah, so we can talk about some trailers now. There's been quite a few. Have you seen? The, you've seen the trailer for the Lodge. Right? I do. I have. I have. Okay. It looks really cool. It, like I like. I mean, like I've said it on a couple other shows. I'm a big fan of horror movies that take place in the snow. Yeah, we hit on that on one episode. Yeah, which one? Thing, yeah, I think so. Yeah. About how you know 
the snow is kind of underutilized. And I feel, yeah, because it's an easy way to kind of isolate things. Sure. It's also, it looks pretty. We don't get a lot of it here. Pre- it say looks that pretty. Again. It looks pretty. It looks pretty. It looks pretty. All right. <laughs> cool. It looks pretty. It looks pretty. <laughs> so, yeah, the lodge. One of the kids from It is in this movie. Yeah. Along with some other girl. I don't know. Mm. It, either way, like. They're kind of trapped in this cabin, surrounded by snow, and, and you weird find shit out starts happening. Their dad's girlfriend, who they haven't really spent a whole lot of time with, was involved in a cult when she was little, uh-huh. and she was like the only survivor of this cult. Right. And there's really weird and creepy things going on. Well, it looks pretty damn promising from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, cult horror is getting pretty big these days, I feel like. Hey, I'm not mad at it. I mean, both Ari Astro movies are kind of cult horror movies. Especially uh, Midsommar, Hereditary, yeah, a little bit of it. Them That Follow, oh, another trailer we're yeah. going to talk about. That's kind of, I mean, it's one of those super religious snake charming families. Yeah, yeah I call Walt, that a cult. With your boy Walt, Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins, yeah. Anything with Walton Goggins, yes please. <laughs> that dude is awesome. If you haven't seen Vice Principals, Stop what you're doing right now. Go binge it. It's, it's a sea ranch, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of many, many, many great lines from that show. I love that show. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Is, is that show over now? Yes. Because Danny McBride's got another HBO show that's coming yep. out. Yep. With John Goodman. Uh, the something gemstones. Yeah, they're yeah, about yeah, a religion. Another looks religious really family. Good. Yep. Hey. <laughs> the Lighthouse, directed by Robert Eggers, who was the director of The Witch. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first movie he's done since The Witch. It is. Yeah. Uh, that trailer finally dropped. Now, it was screened at Cannes, I believe, and they did, uh, audiences really liked it. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. It, it, didn't, it does. The trailer didn't show much, which I'm very happy with because trailers these days are fucking awful about that. I have a feeling that when this movie ends, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> <laughs> it looks well, how did really. How you feel after you watched The Witch, Phil? Or you were like, uh, actually, I said that. Yeah. When it, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> but then, like, 10 seconds later, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So it took me a minute. Mm hmm. Well, this is a Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. It looks like mainly going to... There might be some other folks in it, but it's mainly going to be those two at the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Willem Dafoe is the old lighthouse keeper. Maybe Robert Pattinson's coming to relieve him of those duties or something. Yeah, I'm guessing it's going to be a movie about isolation and paranoia. Yeah. Much like The Witch. Yeah, very much so. It's also shot in black and white, which... Yeah. I remember I showed it to him. She's like, that was really good. I'm sure it's going to bomb because people can't watch anything in black and white these days. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. The movie looks amazing. Like, yeah, it looks like it's kind of a monster movie, kind of like an H.P. Lovecraft kind of thing. Do you think it's going to be like a monster from the sea kind of movie? That yeah, could be cool. I think so. I think, you or, know what it, it kind of reminded me of? What's that? The Fog. A little bit. Oh. In a lighthouse. And you know I like me some fog. Yeah, I like. I kind of like the fog myself. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Yeah. yeah. So I've got high hopes for that one as well. I do too. A lot of people are shitting on it because Robert Patton's in it. Robert you know, Patton's okay. In. Look, he was in Twilight when yeah, he was a young up and coming actor. Okay, yeah, those movies are shit. 
But I mean, you can't. Nobody really gets mad at Kristen Stewart these days because she was on that. And she's, yeah, she's we get mad movie. at Kristen Stewart because she's a very bland and mediocre actress. Exactly. Not you know, because she was in Twilight. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the new Charlie's Angels trailer? I saw the poster before. I haven't seen the trailer oh, before. Oh, that dude, that poster is hilarious. Really? All right, Kristen, give me that. Uh, Where did I put my car keys face? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold that. Oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> But yeah, people have got Robert Pattinson has got this stink on him because of Twilight. It's like, why? He was a, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not fair. Hey, they offered me a fraction of the money he made. They yeah. were like, hey, Phil, do you want to be a vampire in this movie? And we're going to give you like $100 million. I'll be like, yeah, where do you want me to sign? Exactly. Here? Okay. okay. Yeah. You mean you want me to yeah. star in a movie it. with a built-in fan base already? It's going to be huge? Sure. Why do I not going to do yeah. that? I'm nobody. I mean, the only thing, he was Cedric I, Diggory in the Harry Potter movies, but I wasn't big. I've seen... I've seen him in something else. He's a good actor. He's, have you seen Good Time? No. It's on Amazon Prime. It's really good. Okay. Uh, he, and he's going to be the new Batman, apparently. Jesus Christ. How many fucking Batmans do we need? Oh. Isn't there a new Joker movie coming out? It looks pretty good. Mark Scorsese's producing that one. I'll watch it. Sure. Well, I didn't watch, uh, what was it, Suicide Squad? Nobody. Jared Leto Nobody is the wants to watch Suicide Squad. Edgy, bat, uh, edgy Joker. Yeah. The shitty tattoos. Well, Joaquin knocks it out of the park. I do too. I do too. So that's not a valid reason to not like the White House because of Robert Pattinson. I feel like at this point he's well past the whole he was in Twilight. Sure. And he's, he was in a David Cronenberg movie that was really good. So he's, he's, he's a good actor. Yep. Well, if you haven't seen the Lighthouse trailer, check it out. Looks pretty solid it really does i look forward to it and that kind of segues us into the movie we are talking about the witch the witch now this was directed by robert eggers eggers yes now do you know how old he is he's only like 36 really yes wow so man i tell you robert eggers how old is Ari Aster? he's not that old either right he's younger than him he's like yeah maybe 30 like or some shit yeah so, got a lot of young bucks in the horror they, game. Do they even go to film school, either of them? I don't know. I don't know. I should, in, I should investigate this before I ask the question. <laughs> but there's a lot of directors out there. Say what you will about Midsommar. I know I got some things to say. Well, we said them. <laughs> <laughs> we said some of it, yeah. And even though I think we both agreed it wasn't our cup of tea, I'm still curious to see where he goes from here. Yeah. And, you know, if he puts down his own Kool-Aid that he was drinking when he made that. And, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying his next movie, I'm probably going to go see it opening weekend again. Oh, for right, sure. Unless, yeah, it, yeah. unless it looks like trash, which I doubt at this point. But. You know, I really hope Robert Eggers wasn't sipping on that Kool-Aid before he made The Lighthouse. He was like, you know what? I am a great director. Nah, see, I can what, really go crazy. It, looked, it played a can. It did well it can. I don't know if it won any awards, but no, I know it played I'm, well I'm it sure can. I'm sure it's good. I watched a lot of interviews with uh, Robert Eggers, and he... I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll do great. He's not one of those people who's like, "Oh no, I don't make horror movies. I make dramas with elements that are horrifying." Kind of, you know. That, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff that drives me crazy. Yeah. So, Jason, do you know of any other good witch movies? Like, what are some of your favorites? Hocus Pocus is a good one. Hey, that's good. It's, it's you know you watch it every Halloween. That movie, like it, that seemed to like develop a real cult. Yeah. Status around it, like ten years ago. Yeah, it bombed when it came out in theaters. I remember watching it when I was a kid. Like I would but rent even it like store. up until I'd say after like two thousand five, then people started talking about it. Yeah, 
and it just kind of became. I think it's because Disney Channel would play it every year. Yeah, and then people just ABC started. Fox Family. They show it all the time. Yeah, I mean it's a fun movie. It really is. You know, it's yeah, it's it's, it's fine. not perfect, but it's you know it's a fun movie. Yeah, Hocus Pocus is good. The witch. You remember, you remember the witches when they turn that little kid into a rat? You remember that movie? No. Okay. What's the rule? The guy who wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's another uh, one of his. Never seen it. Is that the one with uh, Angelica Houston? That is. You know, oh. she takes her mask off and they all have the, the huge yeah, noses yeah, and they're yeah. at a big conference for the witches. Okay. That's a good one. Pumpkinhead is another witch movie that's really good. <laughs> really? Yeah, which the witch comes, like Lance Henderson goes to the witch in the woods and she summons the Pumpkinhead. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Sleepy I, Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Hey, witch. That's, that's a, a witch good one. Yeah. Witch in the woods. Exactly. In an old hut. In an old in hut. In the woods. Yeah. Actually, that shot in the witch reminded me of that. And Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. See, that's another good movie with the witch in it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily call that a witch movie, but sure. very important. So, this movie was shot in the remote wilderness in Canada. Apparently, it was shot in Canada? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. They had to like really go way out into the wilderness to find a place that was truly isolated. Yeah. I guess even up in like Maine or something, that's probably pretty difficult. Yeah, or even in like yeah, they Oregon had like or Washington. No Wi-Fi, no cell service, none of that. But the isolation and being away from everybody, it kind of helped them get into the roles. And oh yeah, sort of yeah. added to the yeah the tone of the movie because this was quite isolating. Yeah, you know Robert Eggers, he's admitted that The Shining is pretty much his favorite movie. Okay, and I've seen some interviews with him. He kind of admits that like. He says when he rewatches it that he sees The Shining all over it, and really? he's almost embarrassed because it's so shining, there's so much yeah. shining in it. Yeah. But I don't really. I can see. I can kind of see where I, he's getting it because you know I, I see like the isolation and some of the paranoia and like going crazy, some of that. But other than that, like yeah, I don't see any. I, there was nothing in the movie where I was like, oh, Shining, yeah. What he probably means is that, like, when he was writing it, and when you see it, he was like, "Ah, oh, I remember I got this from The Shining." Not necessarily mm-hmm. this one thing, but he was like, "I wrote this down because it kind of reminded me of something from The yeah, Shining." Yeah, there's no kind of like thing. twins standing beside each other. Well, there are twins. There are twins. <laughs> oh shit! There are twins. But thank God they didn't do like that cheesy scene where somebody wakes up and the twins are standing looking at the bed, and it's like, "Ooh, spooky." <laughs> There's no tropes in this movie. There's and I really, really those, no. appreciate that. Yeah. There's no jump scary parts There's at all. one kind of jump scare part. When the witch is the... kissing him. And... Yeah. Oh, no, no. When the witch is in the hut and in the, in the, the barn. Well, that wasn't even really a jump scare. No. Because really. the camera slowly pulled up to her. Yeah, I guess that is true. I mean, that would be the closest that I would think would be the closest jump scare. But other than that, not really. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's really a jump scare in it. No. Which, hey filmmakers you don't need them <laughs> they're fun when used right yeah you don't need them you can't feel an entire movie with them yeah and this movie was shot in 25 days i which can see that pretty, yeah I mean, that's pretty quick pretty for small a movie shoot. but uh, you know when there's just seven people mm-hmm. literally just seven people the entire time yeah and like the baby's only in it for like two seconds so then the two twins kind of aren't in it a whole lot what happens to the baby Oh, what happens to the baby? <laughs> Wait, did something happen to the baby? Have you ever oh. had- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and this movie was shot with only natural light and candlelight. 
which I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's okay. And think, you can yeah, totally yeah. make sense when you look back at it. Everything's yeah. very gray, and man, the atmosphere in this movie, like, you feel like you're in this isolated little hut the, with The these score people. is one of the creepiest scores I've ever heard in my score life. score is amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, you know, that, that kind of really, like, strings the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's, like, almost like it's out of key almost a little bit. Yeah. And it's, like, really, like, driving the entire time. I should have looked up who did the score, but props to whoever did it. Yes. Do you know? I remember I Googled him. I looked to his Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. and I forgot his name. Cool. Shout but out I can't to, confirm. Shout out to guy who's name we forgot. a guy. So, oh, okay. There we go. Hey. I don't know. You just knocked out half the population, so we're on the right track. We're on the right track here, guys. <laughs> That's the kind of research you can appreciate from the Spook House podcast. That's right. You know what you're getting when you tune in to us. Yeah. <laughs> the movie starts out at the courthouse? It's like a yeah, it's church. Yeah, like, or like slash some sort of church, courthouse, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was a small New England town in the 1600s, now, so it was probably more like a multi-purpose kind of thing. Yeah, now, do we know exactly why the family was being exiled? See, I don't think you really did, other than From he was... From what I picked up, he was too prideful? Yeah, and which... He was, like, kind of bragging about being the ultimate Puritan mm-hmm. Christian. He's like, yeah. hey, y'all ain't got shit on me. He was now... There are seven characters, and Ian picked up on this scene. There are seven characters, and they kind of portray some of them loosely the seven deadly sins. I heard about that theory. He's clearly pride. Uh, he's clearly pride. The mom seems to be like envy because she hated her daughter. Being, yeah, yeah, Caleb would be lust. I'm yeah, assuming. Caleb would be lust. I couldn't remember exactly what we decided Thomason was. Yeah. As far as I know, though, the, the director said that this movie's kind of meant to be taken just literally, like, as yeah. it is. Okay. Which... Yeah, there's a lot of symbolism, I guess. It's there if you want to... It's certainly not, not as much as like an Ari Aster movie. Sure, thank but, God. <laughs> but there is some in Mid-summer. there, but it's not like uh, in your face. There's not like, uh, oh, she's eating a very red apple in this Ooh, dreary... What's that mean? <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of room there for if you want to apply a lot of deeper meaning to it, then go nuts. Yeah. Because it... Yeah, you could interpret this, and I could think of like five different ways that yeah. would kind of make sense. You'd be like, "Oh, I see how you got that." Mm-hmm. But I kind of, I'm gonna play it at kind of face value. Okay, yeah, for simplicity's sake. For simplicity's sake. <laughs> yes, because it could get really confusing. Yeah, if you start talking about like seven deadly sins. But yeah, that that's an interesting theory there. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So they're being cast out because. Uh, being like to he's the ultimate Puritan and everybody else is kind of trash. It's kind of what it seemed like. I don't uh-huh. know. If they were really they were never really like flat out said it from what I could from what I watched. Uh huh. That's sort of what it was. And then he also had his little preaching moment where it was like a, I'm I'm being judged by false Christians. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Well, before we like get too deep into the movie, we'll do a little quick cast rundown. Okay. So that guy is played by Ralph Innocent. Okay. Yes, yeah, William. Yeah. Now, the only thing that he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Also, the mother was in Game of Thrones. They weren't in any scenes together. No, they were But she's kind of memorable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and he was all. This is the only thing I knew him from. He was in From Hell, a movie that I love. See, I've never seen it. He was a gangster in From Hell. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. Yeah, I know what you're talking movie about. Movie about Jack uh, the Ripper. It's a comic book. You 2001. Know. Yeah. I love that movie. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. It doesn't get a lot of love. I love it. Hmm. And we also have 
Anya Taylor-Joy. She plays Thomason. She does. The female lead. She was also in Split. She was. So, Anya Taylor-Joy, she was discovered, like, walking out of a store by, like, a modeling agency or something. Mm-hmm. They kind of encouraged her to get a, you know, to go into movies. I think this was her first movie? I think so. Yeah. Well, she did a great job. She really did. And yeah. she was good in Split, too. Yeah, she was. Kate Dickey plays Catherine, the mother in the movie. She in she was in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and she's notable because her character was breastfeeding her child when her child was like twelve. What in Game of Thrones? In Game of Thrones, yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah, it's she was like one of the noble families kind of thing, mm. and she her son was a just giant idiot brat. Never seen it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> The first couple seasons are really good. The last two are not. Now we have Harvey Scrimshaw. He plays Caleb. Mm -hmm. He hasn't done a whole lot else since then. I think he's young. Is he a is he English actor too? I'm not sure. But does a good job in this. He does do a good job in this. And we have the MVP of the movie, Charlie the Goat, who plays Black Black. Phillip. Now you know those Funko Pops. Yeah. Em has a black Philip Funko Pop. Okay, I'll I would like a black Philip figure. So back to the movie. Back so the, the family's movie. been exiled for being prideful Christians. Too proud. Too proud. I would say yes. When the seven deadly. You know who I wrote down when I was writing down like Christian being too prideful. I just wrote this name down. You remember our seventh grade. Teacher, Miss Ham. Yeah, Miss Ham. I remember Miss Ham. God, whatever happened to that lady? She was always going on about Jesus. Well, I remember we because nine eleven happened. We were in that class, and she said the world's coming to an end. I remember. Oh my God! Quick tangent. We had this fucking teacher, Miss Ham. Yes. And we might blow that out. Who knows? Anyway, all right, great. No, we won't. Really, (laughs) if I knew her first name, I'd say I do. I do know her first name. I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Okay. Well. We were in middle school when 9-11 happened. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were, in eighth grade we were together. Yeah we were, yeah, we were in the same class in God. eighth grade. We've known each other too, too we goddamn have. well. So <laughs> our teacher, Miss Ham, Miss Ultra Christian, yeah. judgy little bitch, hey. always staring at me because I'm wearing Slipknot shirts and stuff. So she'd always give me, that boy was the devil. Phil was the resident metal kid from pretty much yeah, I felt like on. Yeah, I felt like I was the only one. Yeah. More like third grade. Yeah. Well, yeah, third grader wearing corn shirts back in the day. <laughs> I remember that. But anyways, Miss Ham was like going on this speech about, I'm telling you, it's the end times. And she had this smug fucking look on and her she face. she said, if you're not saved, you need to get saved now. Yeah, she had this we look on her face. School. She had this look on her face like, I told you, it's the end of days. So if you ain't right with the Lord, you need to. Need to get right. Or, yeah, about saying we also we went to like, public school. We didn't go to like some private school or that kind of thing. Oh, fuck that lady. Yeah, I, so, I didn't think about that, but yeah, I can. Yeah, I didn't care. For, so somebody should cast her out, <laughs> exile her. She's what probably happened? She's, she, I feel like she's probably retired by now. She's still alive. I'm assuming so. I don't okay. know. We should I can, interview I can, her for the podcast. No, be pass. a great listen. Hard pass. What do you think about the witch? <laughs> Mm-mm, mm-mm, hail so, and brimstone. Mm, you, better, you better pray to Jesus. <laughs> so, they leave the village, and the village also reminds me of Sleepy Hollow, the shot of the village. Yeah. 
Sleepy Hollow had some killer set design. Yeah, and I can remember I saw Robert Eggers was inspired. There's apparently he grew up in New England somewhere, mm-hmm. and there's a, a like a pretty much a, a remake of the old New England Hound. Town. Yeah, yeah. And apparently that really inspired some of this movie as well. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they would have spent a little more time there, in town, just to kind of establish why they were exiled. Or I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it, it kind of starts like, hey. You, Get out of here. <laughs> and then the movie starts. But it's okay. I mean, you don't yeah. you don't have to have a lot of backstory, but the village looks so cool. I was like, hey, hang out there for a little bit longer. That looks, hmm. that looks neat. It does. It does. So they do get exiled, and they're out in the woods, pretty deep in the woods. Mm-hmm. And they- Shows them tilling the farm, mm-hmm. and Thomason's praying, and- Or they even, they, when they find those- plot of land they want to move to they're all like praying they're all like encircled up with their oh, hands yeah, and they're yeah. kind of praising jesus yeah and then we cut right to the baby snatching scene oh yes thomason's playing peekaboo with the baby and she covers her eyes and says what she said boo or boo. whatever yeah and she opens her eyes baby's gone and then there's a little bit of rustling in the woods yeah and we get a shot of the witch just running with the baby through the woods. And then... Best part of the movie. Yeah, we see a shot of the baby laying on his back with a with somebody hovering over it. And then we see a knife get put up to its stomach. And, and then it cuts to black. Then it cuts to black. So, yeah, it's going to be that kind of movie. Well, then after it comes back to black, you see this witch turning butter... But it wasn't butter she was turning. Yeah, she was making... Some sort of... Dead baby... Dead baby juice all over her. Yeah. Now, do you know... So, everything in this movie is all based on, like, actual case files and... They're like folklore and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and all... Yeah, so... She was making a witch's flying ointment. Part of the ingredients for witch's flying ointment yes. is the rendered fat of an unbaptized baby. And you mix it alongside with other poisonous and hallucinogenic herbs such as belladonna, hemlock, nightshade, and wolfsbane. And a witch would rub this ointment on themselves and their broom to fly. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, that's in why the, she was flying right yeah. after this. But in the scene, she's not rubbing it on a broom. She's just rubbing it on a stick. Yeah, it's not a broom. But it's just a little detail. Yeah. And of course, maybe with this movie... If you would saw if you would have saw a witch riding on the broom, would you kind of be like, mm, would that? Would well, that... we get a shot of it riding on a broom. Yeah, the neck like it's kind of out of focus and hard to see, but the next scene that we see is a shot behind the witch. Yeah, I know she's flying in front of the yeah, moon. In the moon, I didn't realize she was riding a broom. Uh huh. Well, oh. she was like riding a stick, which I guess would have been her broom. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, everything in this movie is so detailed. Yeah. And Robert Eggers did so much research. I'm assuming maybe the broom folklore didn't come later. Yeah. So, it must have just been a stick at the time. Yeah. Yeah. She was also quite naked for this. Yeah, she's rubbing this... Yeah, it's it's quite disturbing. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, is she actually... I remember watching this theater and I was like, well, well I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> Yeah, and then the next scene we cut to the mom crying and Caleb glimpses at Thomason's boob yeah. the first time. Yeah. So that happens a few times in this movie. He's he's quite lustful that Caleb. Yeah. And Caleb talks to his father and they're calling off the search for the baby, basically. He's saying like 
if he hasn't died of if the wolves didn't eat him, the he'd wolves die. or starvation, he would have yeah. died already. Yeah. And they're freaking out because their harvest is not great. Yeah, we actually see a shot of William holding a kernel of corn, and the corn has ergot on it. Yeah, it was not good-looking corn. No, ergot would come in about six years later into play, Mm -hmm. and is often uh, considered one of the reasons for the mass hysteria of the witch trials in New England. Yeah, Yeah. ergot, if you eat it, will cause hallucinations and Mm -hmm. paranoia and all that good stuff. Did they eat corn with ergot on it in this whole movie? Is them. Ooh, I hey. didn't realize that. There you go. It's possible. Well, something to snack on. Something to snack on. It's a little ergot corn. Uh, you don't want to snack or, on that. Yeah. No. Is that how you say it? It's spelled E-R-G-O-T. That's I'm Ergo. Sure. Yeah, I think it's ergot. Okay. Yeah, their crops are failing. So the dad and the son, they go off into the woods to, hunt. to check their traps. And they got Fowler following along. A mm-hmm. good boy. Good boy. He's yeah, a good boy. Who nothing bad is going to happen to Fowler because he's a good boy. We we'll just skip over that part. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, also the gun was bigger than Caleb, which kind of made me laugh a little bit. Mm. Yeah, and there's that scene where Caleb's asking his dad if Sam is in hell, and yeah, because he's not baptized, and you can't get baptized. At least, and I guess they're Catholic or something, and mm-hmm. you can't get baptized. Or no, they're not Catholic. Anyway, whatever sect of Catholicism or. Christianity they were. They can't baptize children until maybe, I think you said five was when they can start? I don't know. Don't ask me. And of course he was having a huge philosophical debate with his dad. Or freaking out really about is Sam in hell because he wasn't baptized. Yeah, yeah. Dad was kind of like, no, just trying to, basically trying to calm him down a little bit. Yeah, I guess. It's like, but dad, this doesn't make sense. No, it does. (laughs) It's like, okay. It's 1600s, you know. That's not harmful to kids' psyche at all. <laughs> so we see the rabbit for the first time. We do see the rabbit. The rabbit time. will pop up quite a few times throughout this movie. Now, do you know the whole rabbit symbology in witchcraft? Uh, not. I'm assuming it's kind of like Alice in Wonderland thing down the rabbit hole. No, it's. Uh, some have said that like witches would take the shape of a rabbit to mm. spy or prey on people. Okay. So well, that makes sense. Well, that would make sense later while Caleb's following this rabbit through the woods, basically, and it yes. leads him to. Yeah. Yeah. And the rabbit will pop up quite a few times later in the movie. Yes. Now, this is when we first see our boy, Black Phillip. Black Phillip, Black Phillip. Yeah. And you know what? When you rewatch this, they're, they essentially tell you Black Phillip is the witch. or Is Black Phillip the devil? See, I don't know if he's the devil or, the, or just like or, a demon, because he's, he's going for her soul, basically. Yeah. But they're, like the lyrics in the song... When I rewatched it for the second time, uh-huh. it's like I wish I had wrote them all down. But the first one is like Black Philip, King of All. Black huh. Philip rules the land and see. Or yeah, they're basically saying like, yeah, Black Philip is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene when the dad is putting up Philip in uh-huh. the cage and he falls. <laughs> and he says, "I'll have thee quiet," because <laughs> because the twins are laughing yeah. at him. I'm going to use that line. I'll have the quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I might start using it now, too. <laughs> now, then we have the river scene where they're washing clothes. Caleb is fetching water. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts of the movie was the the 
the girl twin, what was her name? Do you remember what her name was? Mercy. Mercy, that's right. Yep. Mercy comes up and she starts screaming, clickety-clackety. Yeah, she's like, I beat a witch in a wood. Yeah. And going on about being a witch, and then Thomason flips the fuck out on Mercy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and starts saying, like, I'm the witch. <laughs> yeah, and then Kayla was like, she's I'll, only I'll eat you. jesting. She's everything in jest, and of course, Mercy freaks out. I love the shot of when uh, Mercy runs off and Caleb's talking to Thomason by the river. There's a shot where it's framed, like, Thomason and Caleb are in like the bottom left of the scene and you uh-huh. got the whole river and the trees behind them. There's a lot of beautiful shots in this movie. Like it looks just Yeah. Like screensaver esque. Yeah, it really looks like into like like a cold fall or something. It looks mm-hmm. really cold outside and gray. Yeah, you just kinda feel this movie. Yeah. Great atmosphere. Yeah. So then we have the dinner scene. <laughs> dinner scene is fucking brutal. How so? Just the how she was how how the mother was to Thomason, because we also found out later or earlier that William had traded his uh, mother's silver cup. Yep. For I guess some money or some food mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And she brings it up. Yeah. And she's also she also you can tell she just does not like Thomason. She kind of blames her for the the baby. Yeah, yeah. And amongst other things. The whole time you know, and she starts blaming Thomason for the the cup that's gone. And the whole time you're like, no, it wasn't Thomason. It was the dad who's not saying anything. He's letting his daughter. Yeah, he could have spoke up there. Yeah. I feel like. Or he he did a little bit, but she was just like not. Well, he said he wanted to wait to tell her until her grief had passed. Yeah. From Sam being taken. So, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, there's definitely some family tension there. But Thomason goes out to the barn. I think she goes out to like put up the goats or something yeah or? to bed them yeah so thompson sees the rabbit in the barn yes again rabbit staring her down now the mom and dad are fighting inside yeah they're about to go to bed and the mom and dad they're against this big fight and they want to okay they want to trade Thomason essentially for food and, a, and one less mouth to feed as well. So they want to kind of go in back into town. Was this a common thing back in the day? When you're, I feel like when you're desperate, like they are, because clearly everything is, they don't have any food for anybody. Yeah. You know, maybe that was, you know, probably. Yeah. So probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm okay. not a scholar. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they get in a big fight. Well, Thomason and Caleb, they hear them fighting. Yeah. So I think as a way to try to rectify the situation. Caleb decides he's going to go hunting. Yeah, and Thomason tags along. Thomason, Caleb, and the good boy, Fowler. Fowler. They go off into the woods on the horse. Now, Fowler starts chasing the rabbit. Again, the rabbit pops up. Yes. And the horse throws Thomason off of it. Caleb, Caleb is lost. And the sun is going down. Kind of tell Caleb starts to like freak out a bit. Yeah, as he should. Now, I shared my Lost in the Woods story on the ritual episode. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, when you're in the woods and the sun starts going down, it's not good. No. I'm pretty sure I started crying when that <laughs> happened. It was like, holy shit, we are about to die. We're going to die. The sun's here. going down. Was it cold outside when you were lost too? Yes. Yeah, it was not good. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so. Caleb, okay, I don't, I don't like this part at all. No. Caleb finds the dog Fowler, and he's been like 
got it open. Back to back movies. We've had, I know. With, you know why you got to do it? So it was like know. like five or three out of the last four movies have had dead animals in it. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. So the rabbit eventually leads Caleb to a little hut, little hut in the woods, and an attractive lady steps out of the hut, but it's not an attractive lady. As we see. It's the witch. It's the witch. And Caleb goes to kiss this lady, but then a old-looking hand pops up and grabs Caleb by the back of the head. And then we cut out to black. That's right. And you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Caleb is effed. Yeah. And the, the father is back home. He's freaking out. He wants to go find Caleb. It's raining out. They see Thomason. They get to Thomason. Oh, well, yeah, Thompson yeah. Thompson makes her way home. home. Uh, they've lost the horse, which, again, everything just keeps going awful for this family. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and the dad confesses that he, he sold the cup. Yeah, finally. finally. Yeah, yeah. And Catherine lays into him Yeah, big time. I kind of feel bad for the dad through this. He's like, I'm just trying here, okay? Yeah. Everything's blowing up my face, and I can't admit to anything, but I'm still just trying, okay? Yeah, he's, he's trying his hardest. So then Thomason goes out to put up the goats. And finds Caleb naked in the rain. Just yeah, naked Caleb. I, yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, well, they find him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the next day, the kids are chatting with Philip. <laughs> Black Philip. Black Philip. The kids tell Thomason that she's a witch. Mm-hmm. Says so they, uh, they twins say that Black Philip told them Thomason is a witch. And when she gets mad, she's like telling them to quit telling those lies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she starts milking the goat. Yeah. Have you ever had goat's milk before? No, I think I've had goat cheese back in the day. I've had goat cheese, but I don't, I don't know if I've ever had goat milk. Have you I had would. bloody goat milk? No, because that's what you get if you <laughs> drink from this goat. <laughs> the The milk's gone sour, essentially. Yeah, and Thomason kicks over the bucket because there's blood in the bucket. So the kids, Mercy and Jonas, yeah, believe, yeah. they think that she's a witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because logic, logic. <laughs> Well, we know it's 1600s. These people didn't have a lot of logic in them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> William is has a scene upstairs with Catherine. He's yes. trying to figure out what to do because Caleb is upstairs. The mom is freaking out. Mm-hmm. She thinks it's witchcraft, and the dad's like, "Look, we need food. I don't know. What, I don't know what to make of this kid. You know, <laughs> it might be witchcraft. Right now, we need food. Yeah." So, and he's talking about going into taking to the doctor. Yeah, he, he wants to gather food and find a family for Thomason. Yeah. Again, he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go find a family for Thomason. It's like, oh, just like that. And then Catherine has the little line that so she wants to go home. And he's like, we can't go back to town. He's like, no, I want to go back to England. Yeah. And then, I love this line. William says, what does thou want? Tell me and I will give it thee. <laughs> so next time we're trying to figure out a place to eat, I'm going to be like... <laughs> What does I that want? That question. Tell me and I will give it to you. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to eat? <laughs> We're actually pretty good about that. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so, Caleb starts trembling and his jaws clench up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, like, pry his jaws open. He spits up a whole apple. Yeah, which is really... Yeah, so Catherine's like, see, I told you it was witchcraft. And Mercy and Jonas accuse Thomason of being a witch. Yes. And Caleb, he also starts speaking all kinds of gibberish and saying things like... Uh, yeah. So apparently everything that Caleb was saying was taken from like an actual 
case file from the uh, Salem Witch Trials or something. Oh, okay. So all this stuff he's saying about, I see a bird, a dog, uh, and all that, like that's uh-huh. almost word for word, like something oh, that... Jeez. That is... That happened. It is quite... Ugh. Yeah, he's like, I see a cat, a crow, a dog. Yeah. Yeah. And he he's, starts freaking out and saying all this weird shit, and then he says this poem thing, and he like moans in joy. Yeah. And then he dies. He talks about salvation a little bit, then he just kind of collapses back down mm-hmm. on the bit, and that's, just, that's it. Yeah, he's dead. Caleb is no longer with us. He doesn't have to worry about starving because he's dead. Yeah, and then Thomason throws Mercy and Jonas under the witch bus. He, she's like, hey, you know what? They're witches. I heard them. They've been talking with Black Phillip. And the dad's like, what? I believe this. Have you been? <laughs> <laughs> Don't not lie to me. Don't lie to me. Get on thy knees. So William's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm locking you all in a barn. Yeah. Oh, no, because the, the, the twins, they start, everybody starts praying, and the twins say they can't remember any of their prayers, and they start freaking out. That's right, having yeah. Fits. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was said that, like, witches wouldn't be able to recite Lord's Prayer or something, so that's huh. one way they used to find out if people were a witch back in the day. Wait, wait, wait. Phil, can you recite the Lord's Prayer? I guess I'm a witch. Oh, you the whole son thing. of a bitch. I know like half of it. <laughs> so this whole scene, the acting is just fucking great. Yeah. Like, we can't un- overstate enough like how good the acting is in this movie. Oh, yeah. I it's was kind of really surprised good. that they really got any awards consideration. Yeah, which is a shame. Like, this should have won like set design, costume, yeah. acting. All of it is just top notch yeah. all around. Again... A really beautiful shot of Catherine and William burying Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, a really good shot. Yeah, because they're in like the bottom left corner and mm-hmm. they've got the, the house in the background. Yeah. it's Yeah. And then, of course, they're burying Caleb. Before they start burying him, Catherine gets back in the plot and starts hugging, uh-huh. hugging dead Caleb. Now, apparently there's a painting, a famous painting, that's basically that image. But the director like never confirmed that if that was influenced from that i don't know i forgot the name of the painting but yeah. apparently there's some famous painting with that on it anyways william has this well uh, you know he's locked all his kids in the barn yes. he's just buried his son <laughs> the poor fucking dude right sam is uh, this other infant's gone disappeared yeah doesn't have a horse his wife hates him fowler's dead yeah, fuck your dog's dead. His, his horse is gone. His corn, his corn's not making anything. Yeah, things aren't going well. Black Philip knocks him down. He can't make Black Philip do what he wants. Yeah, so William's out there chopping wood, and it's like the sun's going down, and he has this breakdown basically. And he says his prayer and puts dirt in his mouth, and again, like just really, really well acted all around. Yeah. Now, this is when things get spooky. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he said fuck it, and he locked them all in the barn. Uh-huh. Or it's nighttime, and they're still out in the barn by themselves. And Catherine is inside, and Caleb and Sam come to Catherine. Yes. Obviously, Caleb and Sam are both dead. Mm-hmm. And the way they're talking to her, it's you can obviously tell like it's not them. Yes. And it's really unsettling i think this is like this whole next sequence is just to me like the creepiest parts of the movie. oh yeah so Catherine starts to breastfeed sam 
Obviously, Sam is dead. And Caleb says something about, uh, have my book. I need you to give, give you this book, too. Did you catch that? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah there's talk of uh, a book Yeah. throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, is that kind of like... Uh, You're like signing your name for the, the uh, devil. Oh, uh, okay. you got a book. That you gotcha. Sign. So, what happens, though, when she's breastfeeding uh, baby Sam? We see that it's not actually Sam. It's Who? a crow eating her nipple. Yeah. Pecking at her nipple. Yeah. That was a bit unsettling to see the first time in theaters. It was a bit unsettling, yeah. Very weird shot. But before that shot, we see, well, Mercy and Jonas are in the barn, of course, and it's dark out. With Thomason. Yeah. And you hear a thud. Something lands on top of the the barn. Mm -hmm. And to me, this is like super fucking creepy. Yeah. The witch is eating the goat. What is she doing to the goat? I don't know if she was eating the goat. Was or that just it like blood around her mouth? It was, it looked, but I don't know. If oh, so maybe she was drinking his the blood. blood from the god from yeah. the udder. I thought she was like eating the goat, but I was like, well, why would the goat just stand there? Yeah. Okay, so I guess she's drinking the bloody goat milk. Yeah, yeah straight from she's the naked, and it slowly zooms up to this witch, and she turns around and just cackles. Yeah, with blood all around her like, mouth. It's classic. Like, classic witch cackle there yeah, yeah <laughs> it really is now we don't see jonas and mercy after this so are they don't. gone now i've heard one because i've meant you the the baby you needed a baby yeah for them to, to fly i've heard a theory that they were still too young to be baptized and that since there's flying at the end of this movie that jonas and mercy were killed by oh to make some more of that that, that baby, that baby butter. <laughs> yeah, that baby butter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's now, a I've theory. Heard that as a theory, but yeah, you never see Jonas and uh, Mercy again. Yeah. So that whole sequence happens, and boy. Yeah, I remember seeing that in theaters for the first time. Being like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah. I was not prepared for that. Now, we cut to the next day. Sun's come up. William wakes up in bed beside Catherine. Walks outside. All the goats are dead. The barn's been ripped apart. Yes. And the dad's just staring off, kind of. And then, out of nowhere, bam! Black Phillip fucking gores... Right in the stomach. Right in the stomach. Right. Now, when this part happened, I audibly let out a, holy shit! <laughs> I did not see it coming. Really? I was like, Black Phillip! Oh my god. Because he's looking at, because Thompson's just laying down in the much, amongst all that this craziness going on. Yeah. And William says, Corruption. <laughs> thou art my father. <laughs> and then Philip, you remember Goldberg, the wrestler? Spears him. He spears the shit out of William Perfect. into the woodpile. Just boom. And that's when JR would be like, My God. My God. He, my boss. Black Philip gave him the spear. Good God Almighty. That man's got a family. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that part was like, Holy shit. Yeah. Like, damn, this movie. This Rick, movie's playing for Keats. Exactly. <laughs> 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 you do not fuck around with the witch. That's, that's for damn right. sure. And he even knocked him into the all the wood he had been cutting. Yeah, up. that's that what came down and I guess ultimately probably killed him. Nah. Well, I mean, a little bit of wood fell on him, but not like he wasn't like. It's a little bit of poetic justice because that's the only thing he was good for was chopping wood. Oh. And he kept stacking that wood. Little did he know, stacking his own coffin. Hey. <laughs> okay. 
I'll 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 bite. You bite? You bite <laughs> yeah, okay. a little bit. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so Catherine wakes up and basically starts blaming Thomason for everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. And calls her a slut and tries to kill Thomason. Yep, that's it. Like she's like, gets on top of her, starts to strangle her. Thomason picks up a like a hand scythe. Yeah, and slices her face. And now blood is dripping onto Thomason's face while her mom is choking her again. It's like holy shit. Well, and then Thomason stabs her like three times in the neck. Yeah, kills her. Like that's it. Jeez. This, you know... Stop the damn match. <laughs> By God. By God. <laughs> just a table. God is my witness. Just a table, ladders, and chairs. Oh, she's got a forward object. <laughs> yes. Bring out the Dudley boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thomason kills her mom. Yeah. Pushes her dead mom off of her. Stands up. And just looks around and... Sees her dad dead. She just killed her mom. She sees Caleb's grave off in the distance. Her other siblings have disappeared. The dog is dead. And then she's probably like, Jesus. You know what? I think she was like just in shock. She's like, not again, man. I've already, this is the second time. So she just, she's kind of in a daze and she walks back inside the house, takes off her, uh, Bonnet, maybe? Yeah, 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 whatever you call that thing. And just puts her head down and takes a nap. Because honestly, hey, I probably would too. You know, I'd be like... You ever get so stressed out, you just get extremely tired? Yeah, oh, yeah. Ever like that? Everyday monster. Every, everyday rinse. Your body's though. like, you know what? Let's just shut down. It's just like, I get the bill for like, here's rent, here's my car payment. <laughs> oh, car insurance, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. Think about this. Oh my God, now I got to get my new fucking tags and my taxes are due for this bullshit. God damn it. Yeah, well, call being an adult, it sucks. So, but hey, at least your whole family's not dead and you murdered your mom. Yeah, fortunately I've never had to murder a Karen, so that's not a good yeah. thing. So she puts her head down on the table and takes a nap and turns to night. Mm-hmm. Thomason wakes up and goes to the barn to see Philip. Because Philip's the only one left alive. Old black Philip. <laughs> now, she's like, hey, if I I request to summon thee, Philip. Yeah, basically she's like, you were the twi- have you been talking to the twins? Like I said, uh, you've been talking to them. So kind of like... Yeah, and then Philip's like... What dost thou want? Yeah, and then like the you see his like his feet kind of turn into like boots with spurs on them. I was like, that shot was cool as fuck. Yeah, hey, you know what that reminds me of? What's that? Halloween Five. <laughs> you bring that up in a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I now are I there not about- shots of? I don't know why it's in the movie, but. Are there not shots of a guy? Nobody knows why anything's in that goddamn movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but there are shots of a guy with boots and, and spurs, spurs on it yeah. walking around. So, okay, back to the witch. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, back to a very, very good movie. I mean, the witch isn't the caliber of Halloween 5, <laughs> but, you know, we'll talk about it. So anyways, <laughs> it's not a franchise movie. Like I like franchise movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we see, well... Black Philip has turned into... Uh, I'm assuming the devil, or a, yeah. at least a demon kind of thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, you see it's like the camera's like at the very bottom, and you see his hooves kind of turn into a uh, like spurs with boots, and yeah, they're all yeah. black, and he's wearing a like a black trench coat. 
Mm-hmm. And he has. This... And he puts his hand on her shoulder. Yes. Yeah. What does thou want? Yeah, I forgot the name of the actor that voiced that. It's like a younger guy, but I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I mean, it creepy, effective, simple, good shit. It's like, does thou want to live deliciously? Apparently, butter is a delicacy. Yeah. They're like, would thou like some butter? It's like, yes. <laughs> I had toast this morning, so like, yes, please. I mean, that, if the devil would have came to me this morning, I would have got to the side. Is that what you said this morning? <laughs> I was like, is that what you said to him? Yeah. He whispered in her ear, doth thou crave butter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Thomason, completely naked. Walks into the woods, and Philip's following along. Oh, no. One, one of my other favorite things, she's mm-hmm. like, uh, right before he's like, she's like, yes. She goes, uh, just sign your name here in this book, or sign your name in this book. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes, I can't sign my name. I will guide thee. Oh, I yeah. will guide thy head. <laughs> yeah. And then it hard cuts. Mm-hmm. So, Thompson is naked, and she's walking into the woods, and Black Philip is following alongside her yeah back in goat form back in goat form yeah and thomason walks up to this ritual going on in the woods and he sees six witches mm-hmm. so i guess she's going to become the seventh witch yeah pretty sure like seven is, is a, that what you need for a coven is that right maybe uh, i think that's right okay. i know seven's like a important number in numerology yeah and witchcraft and all that kind of stuff <laughs> so they got a huge bonfire going. All of them are quite naked and screaming and dancing yes. at this fire. Yeah, they're they're naked and singing around the fire. Well, they're but not the fun kind of singing. Yeah, they're speaking in Enochian, which is like this old occult language. Hmm. I did a little research on it. Uh-huh. I'd heard about it before. It, it, it was kind of developed around the 16th century. Okay, I I should have wrote down some. I'm just gonna like word salad the shit out of this, but like by these two guys that were, they said that the Enochian language came to them from the Enochian angels, and it's I don't know. Look it up on Wikipedia. It's interesting. Okay, but there's a whole alphabet to it. Like yeah, yeah like uh, the letters we have in our alphabet. It's different symbols for each one, and the language is written from right to left. Ooh. But either way. They're speaking in this Enochian language. Okay. So Robert Eggers, again, super detailed. Like yeah. everything in this movie, like you can look up the smallest detail and it's like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And they all start floating in the air <laughs> as they're doing this crazy chant. And Thomason, this is the last shot of the movie that we see. Thomason starts to float all the way to the top of the tree. Yes. Which, hey, I'm not going to lie. It looks pretty fun. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> now, the flying part thing sounds pretty cool, but in order to, to be able to fly, what do well, you need? she didn't rub the baby uh, stuff on her. It could have been Thomas. Uh, it could have been Mercy and Jonas's blood. Uh, yeah, I, w- I mean, I didn't see her like rub anything on her. I guess that is true. She didn't want to show anything on her. She did have the blood of her mother on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that count? They're like, oh no, we need uh, unbaptized baby blood. Thank you very much. So how detailed? So you say this movie was very detailed. Yes. Okay. 
So when the witch put the the blood on her, do you think it was in fact infant blood that they had gotten in real life? Are you asking if they actually killed a baby to make this movie? <laughs> what you're saying? In not so many words. Uh, I'm pretty sure not, Jason. <laughs> okay, that's probably illegal. You don't get tax breaks for that kind of thing. That's why they didn't. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the last shot of the movie is Thomason floating above the trees, and boom, cut, cut to black. That's the movie. The and we get a little. Uh, words on the screen yeah just like a little stinger at the end saying that everything that happened in this was research from case studies or folklore from mm-hmm. this era this time in the new england stuff yeah so yeah when the movie ended i i said wait that's it like what the fuck <laughs> but i don't know what else i expected no i mean i mean it was i i really liked the ending yeah it's solid solid ending you know, after this movie ended, I was like, damn, I need to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> the devil is real. <laughs> so, yeah, if M is like, really, if you come home mm-hmm. tonight and she's whipping up something in a wooden bucket with a big old spoon and rubbing something all over, you better turn around. Where did you get I'll, that butter from, I'll, Em? I'll pick you up. <laughs> But they don't kill my co-host, you fucking witch. I can't do it without him. He's got the mixer. <laughs> I'll just sit here and talk to myself. <laughs> Welcome to the Halloween 6 food. <laughs> I believe we dissect Halloween 6 every week. <laughs> every week. Hey, sounds like a award-winning podcast. Sounds like a hoot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the end of the movie. So, Jason, what do you give this movie on a 10-point scale? I give it an 8. I give it a nine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe nine. Maybe nine point five. Really? I got my go up there, I might man. Go date and a half. I go date and a half. I really like this movie. It's really good. Yeah. So yeah, I think I would give it an eight and a half. I think will be my my solid eight and a half. You know, it's really good. The set design of it's also really great. The the, the attention to detail is clearly like pretty awesome. Uh huh. Their the outfits. score. Oh yeah, the score is probably my favorite part of the movie. Costume. Set design. Can't forget about Black Phillip, you know. Black Phillip, who apparently was a motherfucker to work with on the set. <laughs> and he, he's like, come to, come to set, like, all drunk and fucked up. Out now, of did you know that he sent guy that played William, the dad, he sent him to the hospital. Oh, geez. And they're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, too, he, but. like, rammed him in the side and dislocated a tendon from his rib or oh, something geez. so he was like doing the whole shoot and painkillers oh man i think he said he had to go like him and this goat really got into it this goat <laughs> did not black philip did not like the dad in this movie in real life like they fucking hated each other oh, maybe it was because he was had him by the horns and pulled him in the fence remember we had a, a ram in high school oh yeah yeah i remember i wouldn't pick that ram up i drove all i rode all the way to west virginia with the ag teacher to get this ram <laughs> Okay, and I remember we had to wash it all the time, and it, it. I remember it got along with me, but I, I washed it buck so a couple other students. It was pretty funny, and nice. that ram it had horns, you know. Dude, some, they have power. Yeah, you know, dude. Like, like, and this was, you know, this is a male ram with a full set of horns when we got it, and, and a had, big old set of balls. Remember, <laughs> remember those? <laughs> yeah, those, so you got a couple of grapefruits. He was he was there. not fixed, if you will. <laughs> oh no, sir! <laughs> he had full testosterone behind <laughs> yeah. that bucket. Oh yeah, and it was. So, you know, a lot of times, we obviously, we had to keep everything hygienic. So, it's had uh-huh. a, it had its own barn at school, you know? You remember how big that enclosure was? Yeah, yeah. So, we had, obviously, we had to clean it out often. Only thing that sucked, we'd have to, like, mow the grass for every once in a while, because, mm-hmm. you know, it was by itself. It's like, we need all the grass, you know? 
So we'd have to like get two two yeah. students to like grab them by the horns, another one to kind of not because those things uh, to grab one end by the horns, another right. one by the back. Yeah, they'll kick you. Yeah, and those things. It, he was fine with me. Uh-huh. I think he tried to kick Trey once or twice. Nice. I watched it kick some other or like buck some other students that he did not like at all. Hmm. It was uh, Ramses, I think was his name. Do you think he's still alive? I don't know how long Rams live. I don't know. About to say, because we've been out of school for 10 years. I think we got over like a junior. I, wonder, I bet Black Phillip's still alive. I bet he is. I bet he's still a motherfucker, too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's like gone off to do like big time goat features? He's like the hottest goat actor. Oh, he's like a total asshole on the red was, carpet. What was, what was the goat's name? Oh, oh man. Charlie. <laughs> oh, Charlie the goat is so hot oh right now. Oh my God, Charlie, can I have your autograph? <laughs> Uh, back going, off, please. Going to cons with Sid Hay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, are you going to meet Charlie the Goat this year? Yeah, he's charging like 300 bucks for an autograph and a picture. For one minute, you can have a conversation with him. Yeah. But if you ask him he wants to live deliciously one more fucking time, he's going to bug you. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> yeah, I give it a nine. So, I could totally see myself watching this wintertime. It, it would be a good Halloween movie. Yeah. You know, if they had, it probably wouldn't make sense for them to have a few jack-o'-lanterns thrown around no. on the set, but it no. would look so good. It would. Just oh, that one little God. bit of orange kind of pop. Yeah. Uh, would uh, look amazing. And it, it would, I think for the Halloween movie, it would make sense because most Halloween movies you're going to watch aren't necessarily cheesy, cheesy but they're not going to be anywhere near serious like this. You're yeah, going to watch yeah. your trick-or-treats, your Halloween series. Mm-hmm. But this one is a very, this would be a very serious break from all the kind of cheesier movies that you might watch around that time. Yeah, this was, this is not a fun watch. It's not a fun watch, but it's a good watch and the mm-hmm. atmosphere is really, it's not one of those hard, like, I know a lot of people watch Hereditary once, they'll enjoy it, but they'll never watch it again because it's super serious. The Witch isn't quite that bad as far as being serious or upsetting. You know, now, I, I know you've seen Hereditary like five, six times, right? Only once. Oh, okay. I've actually held off. Okay, this is how effective Hereditary was for me. Yeah. I've held off on rewatching it because I don't want to put myself in a bad mood. Yeah. It's or, not, or like a weird headspace. Yeah. And like the first time I saw Hereditary, it kind of like stuck with me for a yeah, few days. I was like, I was shook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, this movie, like, I don't know if I was just you know going through a depressive funk or something but when i saw that movie i was like in a weird fog for like a few days yeah I, it, like it I, definitely I kept thinking fucked. about it and i ever since then i've been like ah do i want to do that to yeah myself now, again? i watched it we watched it after we saw midsummer again okay and after watching midsummer it's like well it's it i appreciate it a lot more but again uh, it was like well time to go to bed yeah yeah <laughs> i'll i'll give it a rewatch but I'm, I'm sure it won't i don't know maybe it was just the time and the time I watched it. Yeah. But either way. Now, The Witch is kind of like that, but it's not as bad. Like, you can't... You can watch this movie several times. Like, you have watched it twice since you watched for the podcast. Yes. yes. But you could watch this movie again, and even though it makes you feel mm-hmm. not necessarily good, it does make you feel kind of bad. And I feel like there's... The second time I watched it, I picked up on things. Yeah. And I feel like third, fourth, fifth time I mm-hmm. will. Yeah. I'll probably pick up on more. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you. Okay. So, was Thomason... I... I read, heard, watched some video of some guy's synopsis of the movie, but he said, oh, it turned out Thomason was the witch the whole time. I've read some things that some people have a theory that she's actually the witch. I don't think... See, I don't think so, because I feel like the witch and that was in the movie, Mm -hmm. because I get, because the stable part is kind of odd. That's the only thing I give that the most credence to. 
because the part with the stable because when you know when the witch comes into the th- you never yeah. see Thompson you just see the twins yeah that's true um, so that's the thing where I've, I've heard that thing and I give it a little bit of credence but I still think that the witch is already a witch mm-hmm. and she's I think the her. witch and Thompson are separate that, that's I do what too. I think yeah but again you could twist this movie however you want it I think and it uh, would make sense. JB from our, our our friends ever uh Camp Nightmare he's, mm-hmm. he he has that that kind of thing where he thinks that she was the witch the whole time Huh Yeah I think did I they heard, do an episode on this They did an episode on uh, found footage movies recently. Oh, okay. And, uh, I've been needing to listen to that. Shout out to Camp, yeah, Camp Nightmare. Camp Nightmare is a really good. Yeah, list. kick ass. Yeah, they uh they had a fan. They're talking about the Blair Witch, and they started talking about the witch. And then cool. He was, yeah. All right. Yeah. Again, I'll have to go back and rewatch it. But yeah. And you know, there was this one shot in the movie. I haven't seen anybody talk about it. There's this shot where Thomason is walking with a bucket of water on her head. Hmm. And she like stops all of a sudden yeah. and spills some water, and then it just cuts to whatever else is going on. But mm. was that the moment she became the witch or something? At what point was she? When did that happen? This was early in the movie, like within the first twenty minutes. Okay, was that when they were coming back from the hunt or something? Somewhere around. Okay, because they came back and they're all outside when that happened, and that's when he. Yeah, I, I might be mistaken, but there's just just this one shot where. She's carrying water and she stops and looks like she's been like like startled or like possessed or something. And okay. it's like, oh, did the witch approach her at that time? Or maybe is that when she I, I don't know. And also, you know, they're when they're out hunting, they see the rabbit and she's yeah. not the rabbit. And she's what? And she's I mean, she's she sees the rabbit, which is the oh, witch. So yeah. that's why I mean I, I don't I, I don't think she's the witch, no. but if somebody made some conspiratorial video like yeah, I mean, if here's made why it, yeah. she's a witch yeah. i'd be like oh my god maybe yeah, she is. Makes, yeah but that's what a, that's the mark of a good movie yeah whenever you, you can like break it down and, and have like conversations about this or you think this kind of thing exactly yeah. and you were talking about the crow scene yes earlier now in witch folklore um witches were believed to have a witch's teat a special nipple or blemish blemish with which they nursed their familiars and fed them blood. Oh. Apparently, this is a reference to that. Okay. So, hmm. if you were thinking, huh, why a crow eating a titty? <laughs> that's, that's a familiar. Just wanted to throw that out there. So, that's pretty much a wrapping up, but I want to ask you. Sure. So, this was kind of the early in the, I guess, the art house horror, the people call it anti-horror or post-horror. Mm-hmm. And I think you even heard it uh, referred to as what was the other one? Uh, good horror, elevated horror. <laughs> that's what I. That's what it was. Oh, is that the new like dickhead yeah. highbrow? Yeah, instead of it being a horror movie, term. Yeah. Oh, we can't call it yeah. horror. It's post horror. It's art house post horror. Post art house horror. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid somebody's like, hey, I really like these new horror movies that come out. Yeah. So, like some dickhead wearing a turtleneck is gonna be like, yeah, I really like these. Post art house horror yes. movement that's going on. Yeah. Okay. So where anyways, is, I'm getting off track. Go this ahead. is where movies like this one was kind of an early one. The Baba Duke was which I didn't like the Baba Duke that much, but some people really enjoy it. That oh. was another one of the art house horror movies. Good night, mommy. Oh, I, I like I have not been able to find Good Night Mommy anywhere. Really? With I just want a subtitled Good Night Mommy version. If anybody knows where to watch it, 
please let me know. Yeah, send it to the horror. The what's the it's email? not at the Alamo. What's the email? Uh, spookhousepodcast at gmail dot com or or just the, message it directly on the Instagram. Yeah, I want to see this fucking movie. I've been trying to watch it for like three years. I, remember I saw it at Redbox once, but I got something else. Cause I was like, oh, I'll just get that next time. And, and I don't just, want a dubbed. I cannot copy. I can't do. Dub. I can't do it. I no, started no. watching Cold Prey, and I was because it's on Shutter. I want to see this movie a lot, but then mm-hmm. it was dubbed. And I was like, Ank. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anybody knows where to watch it, if you want to send me a copy, yeah. I won't be mad at it. But I'll give a, you a shout. Yeah, out, but that's another one of the the art house horror things that's gotten pretty popular. Hereditary is another one. Hereditary. Uh, I guess we'll say Midsummer for better or worse. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what was that one that had, you said you watched not too long ago, it had uh, Edgerton in it? It Comes at Night? It Comes at Night. Yeah, I you haven't seen that, that one. But I know there. that one's being. I guess you could call a quiet. Movie. I, I feel like quiet that's still more, it's a monster movie kind of thing. I wouldn't really call that an art house horror movie. I think it's just, just like, a, I think that's just an old school horror movie kind of thing. Yeah, and we got. Uh, I don't know if you'd call them that follow. That doesn't really look like a horror movie, no. but yeah, I feel like and same thing with the lodge. It's like it could be kind of like that yeah, too. The, yeah, man, this is a good time. Yeah, because shit, ten fifteen years ago, it was just remakes and, and torture porn, fucking PG thirteen ghost movies and torture porn. Yeah, I know at some point yeah. kind of uh, you know the first one's okay. The Conjuring movies they kind of brought the R rated horror movie back a little bit. And again, I'm not yeah, a big yeah, yeah. ghost story fan kind of thing, but The Conjuring's actually pretty. The first one's actually pretty good. I, I you know, I enjoy I thought that. The Conjuring one. Two was pretty good. The I, one with the nun. Oh no, The Conjuring Two was that the one that was in the England too? When they like a. I thought that was the one with the nun. No, I thought the, I think the one with the nun is just called the nun. That's the one that nope, came out recently. No, nope, no, nope. it's The Conjuring Two. She was. That's where the nun was introduced. Oh yeah, then okay. they gave her yeah. own movie. But I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, those are like the more mainstream side, but the whole, we'll call it the A24 part yeah, of it. Yeah, because uh, I, I don't know if Babadook is A24. It probably is. I don't know. Shout out to A24. You they keep, out, yeah, you they keep, keep doing out. the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll good. support you. Yeah. I mean, they've put out some good stuff. And we got the Lighthouse coming out. I, A24. I I'm pretty sure it's A24. I don't think it's a horror, but I hope it is. It looks, it looks like it has some scary monster. Cause it, it has, has the peaked one, my fancy. It has peaked your fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you call Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah. Our house. No, nah, I would just call it like a straight up horror movie. I mean, it's good. Yeah, but either way, it's a good time for horror movies, and we got some good young horror directors. And yes, we do. I think that's just going to keep going because really people do. are going to see these movies and get inspired. And I think the era of like just. Every mainstream horror movie sucking ass is kind of over. Yeah. I mean, they're still going to be out there. There will be. I mean, even Blumhouse has put out some shitty PG-13 horror movies. Oh, yeah. Like, Truth yeah. or Dare movie look just fucking awful. Yep. Bye-bye, man. Bye-bye, <laughs> man. Like Gosh. There's always, there's always going to be shitty horror movies out there. And we love you for it. And we love you for it. Because, I mean, <laughs> hey, even like the low budget, like, you made a movie for $10,000, please show it to me. You know? Exactly. You know, you, I mean, you made more movies than I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the the witch is up there for me. I don't know why it took me so long to watch this. Oh, I know why. Well, I just never got around to it. But I remember reading, I seeing a lot of stuff about this movie. Just dumb people saying like, "This movie's boring. It made no sense. Uh, the ending was stupid." Yeah. I saw that a lot. So maybe like subconsciously, I was like, "Well, I don't want to watch a 
boring, dumb movie. Yeah, and I can see, If you see, think like, this movie is boring, you are fucking stupid. Yeah, it's it's not... I mean, it's kind of a slow burn, sure. You know, it kind of builds, yeah. but it's not boring. Things are happening. If you go into it thinking, I want to see Spooky Witch! Well, yeah, then you're not... This isn't the movie for you. Yeah. I'm, go back to watching... I don't and this movie is so great because it's more family dynamic than yeah. it is... Yeah. A witch. A witch is maybe... Eight percent. Would this. you call Hereditary a witch movie? Uh, kind of. Yeah, because I mean, they're. Yeah, I guess you would. Yeah. Yeah, I like it though. Yeah. I guess you could call Hereditary a witch movie. I got to rewatch that. Yeah. So the witch enjoyed it very much. Enjoyed it. It's- thanks for. Thanks to M for picking this one out because I probably wouldn't have watched it. What do you think? You would have kept it avoided because of those reviews. Probably. I don't think that's why I avoided it. I just didn't feel like, man, I'll get to it someday. I'll watch something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, I can it was, understand. It was I, one of those. I do that kind of stuff a lot, too. But if like you had pulled me aside and been like, dude, you got to watch this fucking movie. It's good. I'd be like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. All right. So I think that about covers The Witch. I guess we're going to rub some baby... Baby blood, baby blood all over us. Eat our hop butter. On, hop on our brooms and, and eat, our, eat some butter. Yeah, fly on out of here. So, what do we got next week? So, next week we are gonna do. Well, it's either terrifier or scream. How about we do terrifier and we we'll end the month on scream? Okay, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next month we are gonna do terrifier. Next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> next week we are gonna do terrifier. Yep. And if you haven't watched it, it is on Netflix. Don't watch it with your family. Don't watch it with your family. If you're squeamish, don't watch it. Don't watch it. If you want a <laughs> silly throwback to 80s horror where things just kind of happened. I don't even think it's 80s horror. It's just, I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> it's good, though. It, it's, uh, well, it's, it's it's a movie. It's a fun watch. Yeah. It's not yeah, good. Yeah. It's a fun watch if you can sit through it. I mean, if you can just muster through like, the, the goriness of it because it's very mm-hmm. violent. But it's to me, it's like cartoonishly violent. Yeah, it's, it's very over the top. Yeah. It's almost like a comic. Yeah, and it's comic not, book. Yeah, it's not quite like a Dead Alive or Brain Dead. You, you know, don't mm-hmm. hear, it's not quite that over the top gory comic because it's not funny at all, really. Yeah, that's true. We're going to get into it. We'll we'll dissect that one. We're going to saw through it. Hey. I see what you did there. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, but you plan on watching it next week, you'll you'll get it. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up M's picks. Yep. Which was Autopsy of Jane Doe and the Witch. Solid picks. Solid picks. Thanks, M. We appreciate you having good taste in movies. (laughs) All right. So next week will be Alyssa's picks. Yeah. Yep, that's right. We're going to do Scream and Terrifier, so stick around for that. Yep. And so, she's going to be on the podcast next week. That's right. So, our first. Or, or, that should be interesting. We get the guest spot from EM. She's not going to be able to record with us, but then uh, Alyssa's going to be on the podcast, right? Correct. Nice. I'm sure it will go well. I'm sure it will too. <laughs> Sharing that microphone. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get you to like interview her. You can just ask her the most embarrassing questions about me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because you do them all. Yep. <laughs> all right well until next week i'm phil i'm jason and this has been the spook house podcast <laughs>